0: The Deep End, a good omen's pot written and read by a chap. guardian of the eastern pool, fidgeted in his seat. He would have had very much preferred to sit in the back room of his bookshop and read the latest occult romance novel he'd acquired, Captured by Demonic Coils 8, The Discovery of the Second Pean. But if he wanted to continue to shoo away any potential customers from his precious books, he really needed a second, or rather first, income to pay his rent. So here he was, sitting in the bright afternoon sunlight, worried about catching a sunburn, and quite nervous that he would accidentally endanger some of the sheep he was supposed to watch over with his inexperience. It was the first day at his new lifeguard gig, and so far it hadn't gone too well. First he'd overslept, and when he tried to wake himself up with a nice cup of tea, he discovered that he was out of his favorite brand. Then he couldn't find his new tartan swim trunks, which had gotten buried under the boxes of his latest book delivery. Last but not least, he took a wrong turn on his walk to the pool and ended up with a detour of at least ten extra minutes before he realized his mistake. The only positive thing that had happened to him so far today was the fact that he hadn't been assigned to the deepest part of the pool right below the diving platforms. While his diving abilities had been sufficient enough during his training to rescue some pricks and the obligatory training dummies, his lungs and ears were simply a bit out of practice. And he quite fancied surviving his first day at the job. Thank you very much. He was internally debating whether to leave his post to talk to the four tiny children, who were clearly plotting to jump in from the sides of the pool, despite the warning signs placed right in front of their towels, when he caught a weird movement out of the corner of his eyes. As he turned his head to check... An unrestrained whimper escaped his traitorous lips and throat as he caught sight of the most beautiful man he had ever let eyes on. Dear gods, were these hallucinations caused by suffering from a heat stroke? Surely this vision of a man couldn't be real. The redhead seemed to be all legs and arms and sharp angles and, oh gosh, the mesmerizing movement of these deliciously tiny hips. zerofield swooned on the spot at the sight of the minimalistic speedo and all the mouth-watering treasures not at all hidden beneath. Clearly the man was aware of his good looks as he swaggered his way along the pool, honey-yellow eyes shining brightly behind stylish sunglasses. Even the three white stripes of sunscreen on his nose and cheeks looked more like sexy war paint than childish shenanigans, and Aziraphale's heart skipped a beat when the man bent over to stretch, clearly in preparation to enter the pool. Aziraphale was just debating whether to call for his colleague to relieve him for his break, He clearly wasn't in any condition to work after this display of inspiring flexibility when the man removed his sunglasses and ascended the start blocks before he got into position and gracefully dove into the pool. Unfortunately, the landing turned out less than graceful, though. With a loud splash and a punched-out gasp, the man hit the pool's surface belly first and as straight as a log. Aziraphale's brain needed a moment or two to compute what had happened, but when the gears turned back on, he immediately jumped into action when he realized that the man wasn't coming up for air again. It took Aziraphale less than a minute to jump into the pool and drag him out of the water onto the concrete. Thankfully, the man was already spluttering indignantly, and while it seemed he had swallowed quite a bit of water after his crash landing, to Aziraphale's relief, he was conscious and responsive. "'Are you all right?' Aziraphale asked once the man had sunk down on the floor in an indignant sprawl of limbs and sharp angles, wearing the cutest part he had ever witnessed." "'Yeah, just my pride took a beating,' the man answered sullenly, avoiding Aziraphale's searching gaze. "'I don't know. It did look very professional, if you don't count the landing,' Aziraphale reassured, and the man looked at him sideways. "'Yeah, you think so?' The man was frowning in reluctant hopefulness, and it was absolutely darling. This close, Aziraphale could see his long lashes, and finally identified the small tattoo on his sideburn as an artfully arranged snake. Quite fitting for a man who pretty much gave the impression of a long, lanky noodle. "'Oh, yes, absolutely,' Quite dashing, in fact, Aziraphale babbled, and the man's mouth pulled into an amused smirk. Somebody's been watching me, eh? He drawled, and Aziraphale felt the blood rush to his face in a wave of heat and embarrassment. "Um," He answered eloquently, while frantically searching his remaining few brain cells, for a reasonable answer that wouldn't cost him his job. When nothing came forward, and he took a moment too long to answer, the man's smirk died down into a shy frown. I may have been trying to show off for you a bit, hoping to catch your eye, but... (gasps) You did? Zivafeel gasped in a mix of utter shock and unadulterated astonishment. Maybe. The man shone back, hopefully. I mean, you're gorgeous and look like a goddamn angel, and he muttered adorably, and Zivafeel felt such a strong rush of affection for the man, he could barely restrain himself. Still... At least some part of his brain realized that kissing this man silly right now would surely cost him his job, regardless how strong an impulse it may pose. "'I think it's safe to say my attention was caught,' Ziraphale interrupted, and the man pulled a face and snorted. "'Sure, by being a graceless—' "'None of that, dear boy.' Let me assure you, nobody else has ever attempted to show off a dear old me, so I feel terribly flattered. That's a proper crime, the man said in all seriousness, seemingly offended on his behalf, and Aziraphale's heart made another excited jump. My name is Aziraphale, he offered, to his surprise causing the man to first stare, then laugh. See, I knew I was right. You're an angel. Names Crowley. Pleased to meet you, Crowley. They shook hands, oddly formal, considering Aziraphale had just bodily pulled him out of the water and was blushing so hard he felt like his face was about to burn clean off. So, Crowley, felt words strayed off as he nervously bit his lip, daring to be bold for once in his life. Considering you just needed to be rescued, I'd feel much better if I could reassure myself that you'll be all right. Maybe later at the fish and chips stand, for a nice dinner, maybe... Around 6 p.m., when my shift is over? For a moment, the man froze completely, not even breathing, and Aziraphale wondered if he had injured himself during the crash. But then he blinked a few times and smiled broadly. Consider it a date, Angel. The End Happy Birthday, Sky Thank you.